Welcome to The Thought Locker, a podcast that enables personal growth, particularly in the world of real estate, personal finance, and reducing our carbon footprint. I'm Andrew Duncan, and I believe positive individual change is the key to making the world a better place. Thanks for tuning in. In this episode, I'm going to talk about what the pandemic lockdown experience can teach us about wealth and personal freedom. Now, first up, a disclaimer. I'm not a financial advisor. It's important that any advice that you hear in this podcast, you understand that this is from my point of view. This is my personal situation that I'm sharing. And it may, you know, the advice I I provide or the the suggestions I talk about may not apply perfectly to your situation. So please get professional advice before making any big changes. With that being said, let's tear into it. First question I want to put to you is, what does the word wealth mean to you? How would you define being wealthy? I'll give you a second to think about it. For most people, the idea of being wealthy connotates material things most people if you ask them how would you define being wealthy they'll throw out a random number it's five million it's ten million there's something i read a long time ago which changed my thinking on this massively Uh, and i I wish i could remember the exact book but there were so many books being read at the time that uh, that i don't but it's the idea that wealth is how long you could survive without working without earning any more money How many weeks, how many days, how many months, how many years could you survive if suddenly your income stopped? In other words, wealth is freedom. Wealth is freedom to make your own choices, decide what you want to do with your time. And I think that's a really powerful idea because if you think about wealth as freedom, then that freedom is defined by two variables, I guess you could say. Uh, Number one is obviously how much money you have in your bank account. But number two is how little money you can live on. That's a powerful idea. And I believe that second part of it is actually even more important. If you can find a way to live on a minimal budget, you can reach the point of financial freedom so much quicker than if there's no control, if there's no thought put into it. This is something I'm really passionate about because if you if you can obtain this level of financial freedom, then it opens up a whole lot of opportunities for you. Uh, If you can learn to minimize your expenses, you create choices for yourself. If you don't like your job, you can stop doing your job. If you want to move to a job that you'll enjoy more but might pay less, you can find a way to do that. If you want to retire early and go traveling the world and be a travel blogger, you can probably find a way to do that. If you want to work part-time and spend more time with your family, there's a way to make that happen. Now, how does this tie into the lockdown experience? How does this tie into the pandemic, coronavirus? Well, this lockdown experience has provided us with an extremely valuable understanding of what life would be like on a really strict budget. One of the issues for our family is we would always ponder, you know, what could we live on if we really had to? You know, how little an amount of money could we live on? And, And we've tried to do budgets in the past and kind of estimate this number, but it's all guesswork. What we've experienced over the last four weeks has shown us if we take away all the discretionary spending, how little we can actually survive on. And I don't know about you, but I haven't felt particularly restricted. 
don't even know where my wallet is in the house right now. <laughs> I haven't used it once in four weeks. And it, it blows my mind that I haven't had to do any sort of spending whatsoever. I haven't been able to do any sort of spending, but I haven't felt deprived. I haven't felt short of anything. We've got all the food we need. My family's here. They're safe. The power's on. The heaters are on. The heat pump's going. And there's been beautiful weather. We've been able to get outside and go for walks. And I've been pondering this idea that isn't it incredible when you think about it, how much of our spending is discretionary, is up to us as personal choice. So the idea here is to look at your expenses from the 1st to the 28th of April, 2020. Just go onto your bank accounts. Hopefully you've got you know one credit card that you use for all your expenses, but if you've got multiple accounts, total them up over, over each of the accounts and look at the total amount you've spent over those four weeks. And that will give you an idea of how much you could live on over a four week period if you really, really had to. When I worked that out, that number came in at $2,600 for that four week period. And if you times that number by 13, that'll give you, that'll extrapolate it out over a year long period. And for us personally, that means our, our expenses on a real minimal lockdown uh, lifestyle are around 33,800 per year. So why does that matter? Well, it's extremely powerful because if we were trying to make decisions on whether one of us was going to be a, a full-time parent, a full-time stay-at-home parent, we now know how much income do we need from at least one of us to make that happen. If we want to up our savings rates because we want to do a big overseas trip coming up in the next few years, then we know that, hey, that's the minimum we can live on. So if our household income is actually $100,000 a year, there's potential for us to save up to $60,000, a year if we really, really tried our very best to do so. Now, using the last four weeks of spending isn't a perfect guide, I'll admit that. You know, there will be expenses that come up that haven't happened during the lockdown. There, there are always things that happen in life. You need a, a new dishwasher, which is probably going to happen for us soon. You have one-off expenses, you know, like dentist bills, all sorts of things. But even if you added in a certain amount of money to account for that, for a lot of people, this experience would have shown them that they can survive on a level of spending far below what they otherwise would have experienced in the past. So I think that's a really powerful idea in itself and it could help you make some really important decisions if there's travel in your future or kids in your future or maybe you want to make a career change or maybe you want to go back and study some more or learn some more or take a skill radical, which is a word I learned this morning which kind of perfectly sums up what I'm doing uh, and and I'm really, really enjoying it. It's a, it's a really fun process. And I think without understanding more about this minimum living expenses subject, then it would have been much harder for me to do what I'm doing right now. So I hope these ideas spark some interesting conversations in your household. If you are keen to learn more, there are a few resources I would recommend. And I will put links to these in the show notes. Number one is a website called mrmoneymustache.com which is the site of a finance blogger who writes about these sort of concepts and it's really easy to digest information, well broken down. Another website is thesmartandlazy.com which is written by a Kiwi-based finance blogger who I also find is very good at explaining these concepts in a simple way. The other one I'm a big fan of is a Facebook group called the Kiwi Mustachians, M-U-S-T-A-C-H-I-A-N-S, a group of like-minded people who share ideas and inspiration on how to live an intentional life then i would also recommend checking out the book the four hour work week by tim ferris a real classic 
full of inspiration and ideas, a book that had a massive effect on me, and I hope you enjoy it too. Thanks for listening in. Best of luck on your journey.